Hello, everybody. I would like to welcome you back to the In Times podcast with your host, Kyle. Um, guys, what a great um, day it is. Um, and I am really happy to be back. It's actually Tuesday, February 22nd, um, 2022. It is 22222 day. Um, I don't know if I said too many twos or too less twos, um, but happy Tuesday, everybody. I've got a great, great sermon. Um, for you today, um, it's it's actually right off the head. To be honest with you, I was just doing a little bit of reading in the book of Daniel, and I and I went ahead and I read a little bit of chapter seven. Well, mo- actually, most of chapter seven. Um, not it's to forget the the most or most. I I read all of chapter seven, um, and I decided I was going to read that for y'all. Um, but as of right now, um. As as the as of the recording of this podcast, um, I received word on my little news app from Inline te- uh, End Times t- headlines um, that Russia has invaded the Ukraine or has invaded Ukraine. Um, so please do be praying for those people over there in Ukraine. Um, pray for our country, but not uh, not only for our country, but but pray for. Um, Ukraine as well. Um, pray for Putin, um, and pray that you know he's he needs he needs help, um, and he needs he needs he needs Jesus most of all. So, um, I ask y'all to please pray for him. Um, also, the last uh, podcast I did, I had told y'all that I had done, I had recently turned in my application to Texas State. Um, and I just wanted to say thank y'all so much for the prayers. Um, God has answered those prayers, and I ended up getting accepted to that college. So I thank y'all so much, and um, and I can't wait to see the God, uh, see what plans God has for me there um, at Texas State next fall. Um, and I thank y'all so much for the the prayer request. And last, I just did want to say last episode got a lot of listens, and those of y'all that are new. Welcome. Um, I love having y'all here. I'm not doing this for money whatsoever. I'm doing this to get people to Jesus. And so people know what's going on in the world, what's really going on in the world today. Um, but, uh, but from a biblical perspective, of course, and, and I'm not, I'm not a scholar at any sorts. I'm a 20 year old college student who happens to love doing this, um, and really got, interested in doing it, uh, because of my father and, and, and really before it was, it was after COVID really started and, uh, we were trapped in the house for a while and, and my dad really got me thinking and, um, and I just started doing my own research on my own and, and, and believe it or not, you know, it, it really made me come back to, to wanting to be a pastor. You know, I used to want to be a pastor, then I kind of moved away from it. And then now it's just, it's something I want to do now. So um, the Lord has really has really uh, helped me out on this, and I really enjoy doing it, and I really hope you are learning from it. But um, my main thing is is don't take my word for it. Please go into Scripture and back it up. Um, be a Berean. Um, the Bereans always looked up and and checked Scripture. Um, they don't always trust whatever y'all hear, guys. I mean, even though. Um, you know, it's from somebody that really loves the Lord and does his own research. Um, there's nothing better than doing your own research and, and knowing and finding it in your scripture, finding it in the scripture yourself. Um, but without further ado, we're going to jump right into this. Um, I don't know how long today's 
um, episode is going to be. Um, but I'm going to give y'all a second to turn to Daniel chapter 7. Um, it's a vision that Daniel was given. Um, and we're going to jump right into it, guys. Just give me one second. Alrighty, so who is Daniel? Everybody knows, if you are familiar with Bible prophecy, I'm sure you've heard of the name Daniel, and I'm sure if you've if you've been in church, you've been around the church, you've heard of Daniel, but you don't know exactly what Daniel is all about. Daniel is a prophet. Um, he was chosen by God um, to interpret these visions that were given to Nebuchadnezzar, these, well, these dreams given to Nebuchadnezzar. Um, but not only was Nebuchadnezzar given dreams, but also was Daniel. Daniel was given dreams and he was, he basically wrote down these dreams. They were prophecy. Um, there were dreams that were given to him and prophesy. It's, it's a, all these dreams are prophecy basically. And, um, most of them are interpreted, um, as in Daniel asked for understanding and he was given it. Um, but also we as Christians now have to take the, um, have to take these scriptures and we too have to interpret what was given to Daniel and what he interpreted from the dreams that he was given. So here in chapter seven, we are given a dream or a vision to Daniel um, about the four beasts. Um, now, in y'all's versions of y'all's Bible, it may say um, Bethlehazar. Beth Beth if I botch that, I'm so sorry. Um, but my Bible says that. But instead of saying Belthazar, I'm going to say Daniel because that's who Daniel is. That's just, you know, the, his name. Um, so I'm going to say Daniel instead of Belthazar. So if you'll have that in y'all's Bible, just know that Belthazar is Daniel. All right, without further ado, I'm actually going to read. Um, I'm going to read all of this, and then at the end, I'm going to interpret it for you guys. <clears throat> in the first year of Daniel's king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions pass through his mind. He was lying on his bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me were four winds of heaven, churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up and out of the sea. Moving on to verse 4 here, the vision, of, the vision and interpretation. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched it until its wings were torn off and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a man. And the heart of a man was given to it. Guys, I want y'all to take this description of the beast that he sees and I want you to relate it to something that y'all have seen recently, um, maybe a couple months ago in the news. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. And it was raised up on one of its sides, and it had three ribs and its mouth between its teeth. It was told, it was told, get up and fill and eat your fill of flesh. After that, I looked, and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard, and on its back had four wings, like those of a bird. This beast had given, 
had four heads and was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision, I, after that, in my vision at night, I looked and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful and had a large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot what was whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had ten horns. I want you all to keep in mind those ten horns for me, guys. Um, while I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth that spoke boastfully as i looked thrones were set in place and the ancient of days took his seat his clothing was as white as snow and the hair of his head was white like wool his throne was flaming with fire and its wheels were all ablaze a river of fire was flowing coming out from before him Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and the body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beast had been stripped of their authority but was allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision, at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is everlasting dominion. That will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit, and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached one of those standing there and asked him the true meaning of all word of all of this. So he told me and gave me the interpretation of these things. The four great beasts are four kingdoms that will rise from the earth. But the saints of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the true meaning of the four beasts, which was, the, which was different from all the others and most terrifying with its iron teeth and bronze claws. This beast that crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head and about the other horn that came up before which three of them fell. The horn was looked <clears throat> more imposing than the others and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them until until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the saints of the Most High. And the time came when they possessed the kingdom. He gave me this explanation. The four beast is a four kingdom that will come, that will appear on earth. It will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth. 
trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from the kingdom. After them, another king will arise, different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings, and he will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change the set times and the laws. The saints will be handed over to him for a time, times, and time a half. How long is that? That is three and a half years. But then the court will sit, and his power will be taken away, completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints, and the people of the Most High, his kingdom, will be an everlasting kingdom, and the all rulers who worship and obey him. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale, but I kept the, mater- the matter to myself. Okay. Now, Kyle, what the heck did you just read us? I want y'all to listen to me, okay? 33% of the Bible is prophetic at nature, okay? Daniel was a prophet. Now, those of y'all that have heard of Bible prophecy know that Daniel is a prophet that foresaw the future, not only of his time, but of our time that is to come, okay? And after the end of the age. This at which, this chapter at which we just read is a vision of what is to come during the seven-year tribulation. How do I know this? Daniel is talking about ten horns that he sees on this this beast, this one of these four beasts. Okay. In the book of uh, the book of Revelation, and it's the book of Revelation, not Revelations. It is a revelation. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay. In the book of Revelation, it mentions ten kingdoms. Okay. There are 10 horns described here in the book of Daniel that is known to be 10 kings. Well, those 10 kings are a king of something, so it has to be a kingdom of some sort. So, this is how we know this is a part of, this is a prophecy regarding the tribulation. As well, the tiny horn appears... And he is to rule over all the kingdoms. And he is to rage war against the saints. Not only is it mentioned here in Daniel in detail, here in chapter 7, but it's mentioned in the book of Revelation talking about the Antichrist raging war against the saints. Okay, let me put it this way. This book of Daniel 
if you go back and you read the description of the four beasts and you go, <clears throat> okay, onto the United Nations website and look at the um, statue that was recently given to him, um, I believe in September or October. And this, I mean, it looks exactly like what is mentioned here in the book of Daniel. I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Um, I mean, what is the United, the United Nations? I mean, the United Nations is, is for all the countries to come together, um, united and to, and to share and to, and to trade and, and to, um, and to conversate about, um, regulations and things like that. Okay. Another thing that I found interesting when talking about these 10 horns and relating them, relating them to the 10 kingdoms, I, 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 if y'all are new here, you might have not have listened to this podcast, but if you go back and you listen to this podcast, you might remember it. I, I, I'm not sure which episode it is, but I go into detail talking about a speech that was given by the quote-unquote great Prince Charles, where he mentions that we should be divided into 10 sectors. And he, he didn't say nine. He didn't say 11. He said 10. There are 10 horns on this beast. There are 10 kingdoms mentioned in the book of Revelation. 10 kings, 10 toes on the statue of Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. 10. 10. Can I get another 10? No, no less than 10, no more than 10. There's 10. There is going to be a time in yet future history where this little horn is going to rise up and he will speak so well that he will have the entire world deceived and follow him. He will speak against the Lord. He will speak against Jesus. And he will make war against the saints. How do we know this? Okay. As I watch this horn... This is, this is verse 21 here in, in chapter 7 of Daniel. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them. Who is the saints? Okay. In the book of Revelation, the, the word church isn't mentioned after chapter 3 or chapter 4. Okay. And then all of a sudden we hear saints and mentioned in the tribulation. That's because the church is not in the tribulation. These are tribulation saints. Okay. Now, Kyle, you're probably wondering, Kyle, what? You just want to escape the tribulation and you don't? You don't. Give me, give me one explanation on how, on how the church is in the tribulation. Why would, 
Why would God put his people through that? I heard an act, I heard this a, a, a while back. It's like, it's like, why would you let your bride get beaten up before a marriage? Why would Jesus let his bride get all, get all roughed up and beat up before the marriage of the lamb? If you guys do not believe me, okay, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this because by all means, I'm not perfect. But if you don't believe me, go read the book of Thessalonians, First Thessalonians. Okay? It, in great detail, explains that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church, the restrainer is removed and the restrainer is the Holy Spirit, which resides in us believers of Christ. Now, by all means, don't take my word for it, though. Okay, that's not that's not what I'm about. Be a Berean. Go back and look for yourself. Clear as day. Clear as day. It even mentions it here in the book of Daniel in this in the same passage we're reading right here. In my vision at night, I looked and there before me was like was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. So too will Jesus come in the rapture, in the clouds, from heaven, to take us up to him. This is soon. We are hearing, I mean... We are hearing, if we're hearing people talk about these 10 kingdoms, these 10 sectors, okay, and we hear Mr. Mr. Charles talking about trillions of dollars at his disposal, who is his that he's talking about? Well, you just think the government's going to hand his, uh, uh, you think he was paraphrasing here? His is 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 man. Oh, we're just gonna give man trillions of dollars. We're just gonna give Bob over here a trillion dollars and and Sally a trillion dollars. You know, no, not gonna happen. He's very loosely talking about somebody who needs trillions of dollars in order to roll out this military style campaign. And I believe it's the Antichrist. Because that's how the Antichrist is going to rule. Three and a half years he will rule. It says it right here. The saints will be handed over to him for a time, times, and times and a half. Or sorry. Handed, will be handed over to him for a time, times, and half a time. One, two, three and a half. Three and a half years will this man rule and he will kill he will kill these tribulation saints. These tribulation saints will be killed because of their following of Jesus Christ and not accepting this man's mark. But Kyle, the mark of the beast isn't mentioned in this passion passage. Okay. But there's too much. Too, too many similarities between this 
little horn that is mentioned here in Daniel and the Antichrist that is mentioned in the book of Revelation. Even though it doesn't say that there's a mark that people have to take, it does say thousands upon thousands attended him, ten thousands times ten thousands stood before him. I mean, guys, when I say that the Bible is alive and well, it is. And there's you can't make it up. You cannot make this book up. No man has the intellect in order to make this up. Okay? If we look here at verse 7, 26... Chapter 7, verse 26 of Daniel. But the court will sit and his power will be completely taken away, destroyed forever. That is Revelation 19.20. Let's go back to Revelation 19.20. Hold on, guys. It's going to take me time here. This is the millennium and Satan bound. I And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who was the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he threw him into the abyss and locked him and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until a the thousand years were ended, and after that he must be set free for a short time. Okay? Well, there's one there's one interpretation that is connected to Revelation. Okay. Let me, let me, let me give you all something else. Okay? Here in 725, verse 7, or chapter 7, verse 25. Okay? He will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change laws and set times and the laws. Okay? Well, that's easy. That's Revelation 11.2. As well as Revelation 16.6. Okay? Revelation 11.2. But exclude the outer court... Do not give measure it because it has not been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months. Okay, what are they talking about here? There's these two witnesses that will trample on and they will they will walk about the earth for three and a half years and they will be killed. Okay, Kyle, how does this relate? Because the killing of these two witnesses starts the killing of all these saints. Okay, so now we go to Revelation 16, 6. Bear with me, guys. Revelation 16, 6. For they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets, and you have given 
them blood to drink as they deserve. Now, this is referring to the bowl judgments, okay? And it's talking about the two witnesses as well. This is explaining that these two witnesses have basically they they were they were po- they're going to be popular here in the tribulation. They will convert a lot of people to Christianity, but once these two saints are killed, they are going to be the cornerstone of what starts the huge persecution of the saints during that time. Now, I completely lost my train of thought here. Sorry, guys. Um, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this recording. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue here in a second. All right, guys. Um, I completely lost my train of thought of what I was saying. Um, my overall message here is that everything that is going on in the world today is happening. the way the Bible said it would happen, meaning the way that God said it would happen because God is the author of his word. And this means we need to get as many people to Jesus as fast as we can before it's too late. This is why I do this podcast. This is why God has called me to do this. I mean, I simply I simply didn't see myself doing this ever. Okay? At one point, yes, I wanted to be a pastor. Then I slipped away from it. God used COVID, God used everything in the world going on today to bring me back to it and to want to share the things that I know and to help get people to Jesus. But I, my main thing is, is do not take my word for granted. Read the scriptures on your own. Do not take my word for it. That is one thing that is wrong with a lot of places in the world today and a lot of churches is that Okay, I'm going to get on a soapbox for a second, and I and I ask that you, y'all do not judge me for this, but there are pastors nowadays that are not preaching the word, or they're preaching things that they want their congregation to hear, and not what the congregation needs to hear, okay? There would be a pastor over here. He's preaching the word, he's preaching the truth, and he's preaching the knowledge of Christ. He's what he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but he's going to get penalized and ostracized for it because of the way the world is now. The world is so tied up with politics and social movements and doctrines of demons that they don't want to hear what this doctor or what this preacher has to say because he's not telling me what I want to hear. That is lukewarm. That is being lukewarm. Jesus warns us, 
about the lukewarm church in the end times. They are neither hot nor cold. He's knocking at the door, but they won't let him in. He wants to dine with them, but they won't let him in. They're preaching the good things. They, they're preaching the things that the people's ears want to hear. They're not teaching Bible prophecy whatsoever. Which, if they're not teaching Bible prophecy, if they're not teaching Bible prophecy, they're not teaching the Bible. That's point blank, period. Because 33% of the Bible is prophetic. But they're preaching, oh, you're a good person, and Jesus loves you, and and everything's going to be okay, and there's going to be a new normal, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that sounds great, but that's not what we need to hear. We need to hear that Jesus is coming, not a new normal. I'm not looking for a new normal. I'm looking for Jesus. Kyle, but you're just you're just you you just want to escape all of this and and get away. What? And you want to be here? A couple weeks ago, my truck got broken into. Okay, and I came outside. And I was I was all upset, you know. But that just is another indicator of of the times we're in. Lawlessness is abound. Look at the rates of lawlessness in this world. Break-ins, thefts, um, murder. Um, hatred toward one another. Um, it is so evil. The world is so evil. And, I, and, and that, that's what I said. I said, I'm just ready to get out of here. This world is evil. It's so evil. You don't, you don't realize how evil the world is until you open your eyes. Okay? And, and I knew the world was evil, but I opened my eyes even more when I walked out there and my window was broken in my truck and Everything was stolen out of it. Lawlessness is at an all-time high. Not only lawlessness, but we're but but culture is accepting gay marriage. This in the days of Lot, they were lover. They were man loved men and women loved women. And and sexual immortality was abound, and and people were people were not helping the the sick and the weak. I mean, they were not caring for each other. They were lover lovers of themselves, and so too nowadays. You go outside, and you look. There's there's people loving themselves. There's false there's false doctrine going around. There's pastors not preaching the word. Just another sign. That we that we are in the end times. Um. So, when y'all get a chance, I'm, I have a little homework for y'all. Something big. If something big happens on the news, for example, something going on in the Middle East right now in Ukraine, that's important. To what's going to happen later. 
um, Russia is getting closer to Israel. And that's important because Gog is Russia. And when we look at Ezekiel 38 and we talk about Gog and Magog, okay? Gog is Russia. And Gog is going to lead that invasion of Israel in the tribulation. So my homework to you is if you see something of significance in the news, try and find it in scripture or 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 try and relate it to what you've read in scripture and tell me how we are not living in the end times. Okay? Um, but that's why we do this. That's why I do this podcast. I do this podcast because people need to get to Jesus as fast as they can because I'm going to use this well-known analogy when talking about Bible prophecy and getting closer to the tribulation. It's like we're on a sinking ship. It's like It's like the Titanic is going down and the only way to be saved is to jump on that lifeboat. Okay? But people are avoiding it. People don't want to hear that Jesus is coming back. Christians don't want to hear that Jesus is coming back. Christians are telling other Christians that the rapture is escapism. Okay, cool. I want to get out of here. I don't want to be on this earth for the tribulation. Are you kidding me? Um, there's people that there's there's Christians that want to prolong their time on this earth. It's like re re reorganizing the deck chairs on the on the Titanic. Get away from that. Stop. Jump on a lifeboat. Let's go. Let's get on the ark. This boat's about to sail. Listen, guys. um, I just wanted to say thank y'all so much for listening. Um, It was a hectic episode today. Um, Thank y'all for bearing with me. Um, I just, you know, had to go on a rant for a second. But uh, thank y'all so much for bearing with me. If you're new... Thank y'all for listening all the way through. And if and if you're not a believer in Christ, brother or sister, I would love for you to join. Uh, I would love for you to be a part of this because, listen, we only have so much time left and then phew, we're out of here and, and the tribulation gets kicked off. So if you guys are new to this, please, please share like always. Um, it's not about the money. It's about getting people to uh, Jesus and Jesus to people. Um that's the main goal. I mean, and, and it's, it's, and the other thing is, is, is having people, um, know what's going on in the world. That's why it's the end times podcast, because we are told in advance what is to happen. Um, and if you are a Christian and you think the book of revelation is scary, um, I advise you to read, um, Daniel, I advise you to read Ezekiel, um, and, and Isaiah, um, there's other books in the Bible that predict what is to happen yet future. Um, the book of revelation is not scary. It's actually the only book in the Bible to promise a blessing to those who read it. Um, and it's, and it's not the book of revelations. It's the book of revelation. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ. Um, anywho, um, before I get into that whole thing, Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this with people that need to hear it um, because there are people out there um, that do need to hear it. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you all so much. And I will talk to you all, all later.